passion for sport. This is Cameroon Roars. It's our daily look at what's happening at the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations finals in Cameroon. And I'm Steve Vickers. Yes, welcome to the show, which you can listen to every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations. The show's called Cameroon Roars, and Cameroon certainly did roar yesterday with a 4-1 win over Ethiopia, seeing them the first team to make it to the knockout stage. It's day six today. It's a busy one with four games to look forward to, and we assess Ghana's prospects after a losing start for the Black Stars. I'm expecting a win against Gabon and then a win against Gabon's. That's coming later as we speak to African football statistician Nuhu Adams. Well, the AFCON 2021 moved up a level last night with the hosts Cameroon, the first team through to the round of 16, with a thumping 4-1 win over Ethiopia. Two goals there for Vincent Abubakar and two goals for Carl Toko Ikambi. African football expert Solis Chuku joins me from Lagos in Nigeria. Uh, this has really given the tournament a boost, Solis. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. Uh, this is one of those where you, you know, you wait and wait for a bus and then they all come at once. You know, uh, five goals to kick off the second round of matches was exactly what the doctor ordered after uh, uh, one goal per game average. And that has noticeably lifted the mood around the tournament already. Um, the match itself was very eventful between two teams that both gave good accounts of themselves. I, I think... One has to remember just how much pressure Cameroon are under to do well. I mean, they've won this competition five times, but none of those wins have come on home soil. And this trophy is the expectation of the Cameroonian people. And the weight seemed to almost cripple the team a little bit in the opening match. Uh, but this time around, they played with a lot more fluidity, a lot more clarity and freedom. Perhaps, uh, perhaps the smaller attendance in the stadium had something to do with it. But it also helped that the system was much more straightforward than against Burkina Faso and uh, featured one less central midfielder in favour of an attacking player in Bayern Munich's Eric Choupo-Moting. Um, Ethiopia also deserves some credit for their performance in the first half as they got in behind Cameroon on a number of occasions. They tested the still rusty Andre Onana in Cameroon's goal from Ajax and they even took an early lead. So while the scoreline did not flatter the hosts, um, I think it was still a little harsh on Ethiopia considering their efforts. So, yes, brilliant game, really, to get the second round of matches on the way. Hopefully, it is the start of a more expansive tournament. Fingers crossed, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Solis. Stay with us. We'll be looking ahead to today's games shortly. In the late game last night, Burkina Faso beat Cape Verde 1-0. Both teams are on three points now. Right next here on Cameroon Roars, show brought to you by Passion for Sport. I'm joined by Nuhu Adams in Yaoundé in Cameroon. Nuhu is Ghanaian. He's become a highly respected figure in African football with his in-depth knowledge and coverage of all continental matches at club level and international level. And Nuhu is seen as the leading African football statistician. Uh, thanks for joining us, Nuhu. How's it been so far? What's your experience like being there in Cameroon? Yes, um, there, there, there are so many people from around the world who are around it to cover the African Cup of Nations, and that's quite impressive. Ghana versus Morocco, there were so many people at the stadium from other places to just come and cover that match, and that, that should tell you the interest in the African Cup of Nations. And I was very, very impressed when I saw journalists from Sweden, journalists from Norway, other places trying to get the most important news from 
Africa Cup of Nations. I think so far so very good. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. And uh, what do you think about the standard of the stadiums? And uh, also let me ask you too about the standard of the pitches, uh, Nuhu. The stadiums are modern designs and um, I'm highly impressed about the whole organization by Cameroon, yes. Um, you wouldn't get it 100%, but I think the stadiums are very beautiful. The pitches are good. We've gotten the opportunity to ask few players and the coaches and they are okay with, with the pitches. The, this is for Yaoundé. I don't know what the players and coaches are also saying about the pitches in Douala, Garoua and Limbe. And um, looking at the action on the pitch, uh, early days, but uh, which team has impressed you the most so far, Nuhu? Um, I'll go for Sierra Leone because very few people give them the top chance to even draw against Algeria. You know, Algeria as African champions, looking at the quality they are having with Riyad Mahrez, the Azim, Brahimi, Islam, Slimani, Baghdad, Bunja, and all these players, couldn't put a goal, a, a goal against Sierra Leone is a big plus for the West African nation. So I, I think Sierra Leone so far has impressed. Not that they, they defended against Algeria. That's why they got the draw. They really attacked Algeria too. And they were just impressive. John Keister, who is the head coach of Sierra Leone, and his players did a good job on that day. Many people are talking about Sierra Leone because they least expected that such a performance from them. Yeah, that was good going. And uh, talking of uh, Algeria, Nuhu, 35 games unbeaten. Uh, the world record is Italy's 37. Uh, for you, as the leading football statistician in Africa, what would it mean for Algeria to break that world record if they can? 35 matches unbeaten is quite remarkable. Um, I don't remember the last time we had an African team going that far. But I think it's possible they can equal or even break the Italy record. They still have two matches to play in the group stages against, they will play against Equatorial Guinea and then Ivory Coast. For Ivory Coast, I can't say much about that game because Ivory Coast are having a lot of quality players in their team. They can beat Algeria, but looking at the form of Algeria, it's very difficult for anybody to conclude that Ivory Coast will beat Algeria. So if Algeria is getting a draw against Ivory Coast and then they beat Equatorial Guinea, they are going to make it 37, 37. With, with, with that of Italy, that in the run of 16, if Algeria are able to pass that stage, it means Algeria are going to break the record. Uh, it is something that is going to push them in the subsequent games. Yeah, it'll be amazing if they can break that world record. And uh, finally, Nuhu, for Ghana, um, lots of issues for the fans uh, in the 1-0 defeat to Morocco in their opener. Uh, the Black Stars playing Gabon tonight. Uh, do the Black Stars fans continue to have low expectations for the tournament, or is there some optimism now? I would say it's, it's divided. Um, not all of the fans have low expectations. Some still have believed that the Black Stars will come good against Gabon and then make sure they get the win and then try as much as possible to beat Comoros too. Uh, there are others too who still have the doubts. They still want to see much improvement in the game against Gabon then they start to believe the team. So um, it's, it's, it's a divided opinion. Personally, I believe, looking at the last couple of training of the Black Stars, I think the players have recovered well, and I think um, they will do very good job against Gabon. I'm expecting a win against Gabon, and then a win against Gabon. Then Ghana will finish second in the group. 
So we'll see how it goes for the Black Stars. I was speaking there to Nuhu Adams, the African football expert and leading statistician in African football. You can follow him at Nuhu Adams underscore on Twitter. This is Cameroon Roars, brought to you by Passion for Sport, the show coming to you every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations, online, on radio, and on our app. You can listen to the shows on our app. Uh, to download our app, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. And our website is planetsport.tv. In the blog section there, Russ Bravo looks at the pressure of winning on the teams and how everyone can be a winner with faith. Now, on social media, we asked yesterday, which teams do you think are looking good? It is early days, but all of the teams have now played their opening games at the tournament. So what are your thoughts so far? We heard from Mams Kasama, who says it's Nigeria. They're just so formidable. Uh, Peter Ade in South Africa says Nigeria are still the best. Uh, Suleiman Hussein in Nigeria says Nigeria played very impressive football against Mohamed Salah's Egypt. Uh, Keba Jalong in the Gambia says the best team to watch out for is Nigeria's Super Eagles. Uh, they play good football. They're a team to watch. And also congrats to my team, the Scorpions, uh, getting a win in their first game at the AFCON. Uh, Abel Gentos says it's Cape Verde for me. And Belong Baji in the Gambia says I'm impressed by Mali. They play collectively, they press and drop fast, but they do need to be more cautious, especially when tackling. Uh, Baba Jallo in the Gambia says the Gambia are the most impressive so far, having got the best goal of the opening round of matches. Uh, yes, that one scored by uh, Ablai Jallo. Uh, Suleiman Sonko in the Gambia too says his country, as they impressed a lot uh, with that stunning goal. And Bakari Tamba in the Gambia says for me it's the Gambia and Sierra Leone they're the teams catching my eye at this AFCON and overall it was Sierra Leone who featured the most uh, in the comments uh, Festus Conte says Sierra Leone were very impressive with that draw against the defending champions Algeria Ensa Essien says Sierra Leone are impressive and we had the same view too from Mohamed Isco Bangura from Ishmael G. Kalon from Francis Ngobi from Hawa T.K. Kabko and Osman Ali Nara Kamara, all in Sierra Leone. Uh, then in Botswana, Komotso Kaboyankosi says Sierra Leone, I like their goalkeeper. And Martino Matia in Sierra Leone says, I strongly believe that no country will defeat my country because we are stronger than concrete. Heavyweight is our motto. Leone stars from Sierra Leone, we move, says Martino. Well, thanks for all of those comments. Today we're asking, can Algeria break the world record? Algeria's draw with Sierra Leone on Tuesday took them to 35 games unbeaten. That's just two games short of Italy's world record of 37. They have group matches coming up against Equatorial Guinea and Ivory Coast. If Algeria avoid defeat in those games, they would need to win their round of 16 match to break the record. So do you think that they can do it? You can post a comment on our Facebook page, that's Planet Sport Football Africa, or send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Can Algeria break the world record for the longest unbeaten run? So four games on today. Let's start with Group B, where it's Senegal against Guinea at 13 GMT and then Zimbabwe against Malawi at 16 GMT. Uh, both games in Bafoussam in the west of the country. Senegal and Guinea on three points and Zimbabwe and Malawi with no points. So the Zimbabwe-Malawi game is almost like a third-place playoff solace with four of the best third-place teams going through to the round of 16.
both Malawi and Zimbabwe put up much better displays in their first match than most people expected in light of their injury and COVID issues. But that still wasn't enough for a share of the points. This match offers the best chance either side will get to put points on the board and um, perhaps give themselves a shot at making the next round. Um, Zimbabwe came extremely close to a point against Senegal only to be undone later on with that quite unfortunate penalty. For their part, Malawi played, I think, some pretty strong stuff against Guinea, but they found um, a goalkeeper in strong form in Osasun's experienced stopper Ali Keita. They were also led down a bit by their own over-eagerness to shoot at every opportunity, sometimes from less than optimal distances. They will need to be a, little, a lot more composed and less speculative in the final third uh, and work the ball into better positions. Yeah, and then in Group C, we have Morocco against the Comoros at 16 GMT and Gabon play Ghana at 19 GMT. These games are in Yaoundé. Earlier, we heard from Nuhu Adams saying that the Ghana fans are divided in terms of optimism after losing to Morocco in their opener. Uh, what are you expecting for them against Gabon, Solis? Yes, I can totally understand that sentiment within uh, the Ghanaian football community. They were deeply disappointing against a Morocco team essentially missing its entire front five for various health-related reasons. To fail to lay down a marker against such heavily depleted opposition would have been bad enough. But to actually lose the game, um, that must have been a bitter pill um, for Ghanaians everywhere to swallow. Uh, so they'll get a chance to make amends uh, against a Gabon side that has only just announced a fresh batch of four COVID absentees. Although this time they will have um, Captain Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang available for selection, it still remains to be seen whether putting the Arsenal outcast back into the lineup would actually be a good thing. I think the dynamic of the match will be mostly of Gabon sitting off and challenging Ghana to break them down. They've already banked three points from the win against Comoros, so really Gabon know they can potentially use their pace on the break to punish Ghana. In order to win, the Black Stars will need a number of their influential players to really come to the party. Arsenal's Thomas Party, for example, and uh, Jordan Ayew from Crystal Palace. But even more important than that, than that they need their coach, Milovan Rajevac, to come up with an effective system and approach for creating chances against a set defence, which is um, the real conundrum for this team and something that he has yet to demonstrate an aptitude for in his time in charge. Yes, a big day for Ghana. That's it for the show today from uh, me, Steve Vickers, and from Solis Chukwu. Thanks for listening. And Cameroon Roars is a passion for sport production.